Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Some of you may have heard me before in other rooms, um, but I'm very excited to join you guys this Monday morning because how we start our week is definitely a reflection of how we're going to end our week, and it starts with 
positive habits, positive routines, positive connections, right? So I'm very excited to be joining you guys for this topic on Monday morning. If you love what you do, will it still feel like work? Grab a pen and a paper because I will be asking you some questions, some prompts, if you're not driving, just to kind of help guide you during this process of figuring out, am I really in alignment with where I want to be in life? Am I doing the work that I know is most gratifying to me that is going to help me find, find that best version of me? So I'll tell you a little bit about my backstory. I've been an entrepreneur since I was 21 years old. Um, I turned into a mom, mompreneur uh, a couple of years ago. I've been a stepmom for several years, but I had my first baby two years ago. And in the beginning of every business venture, every company that I started, I'm not going to lie, it did feel what, like work. Why? Because it's the building phase, right? As an entrepreneur, you guys know when you first start your company, you're excited, you have a vision, you have a mission, you have a goal, you're doing what you love to do, you can be your own boss, you can have that freedom, you can help other people reach their goals, but let's just be real, in the beginning of any entrepreneurial venture, it's going to feel like work because you're grinding and trying to climb the ladder and you're trying to put your systems in place and you're trying to figure out how to, if you're doing digital marketing, build funnels and do lead and all of that. So it's going to feel like work. However, if it's truly what's in alignment with your passion and it's truly what's in alignment with your heart and what your heart wants to create, the work will be worth it. Why do I say that? Even though you'll be waking up at 5, 6, 7 a.m., heading straight into the office instead of taking time watching your favorite cartoon with your kids or spending time making breakfast at home. You know, that's not to say that all entrepreneurs can't do that, but it wasn't my experience. My experience was alarm went off at 5, I was out the door by 5.30, I was in the gym by 6, I was working out till 7, I was out of the gym by 7.05 with my protein shake and on my way to the office clocking in at 7.30. That was my experience at 21 years old starting my first marketing company. But I was just so excited about what I was doing. I was excited to grind from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. Again, that's not what I am encouraging you guys to do today. The 21-year-old Miku is very, very different than the 34-year-old Miku who's now turned into a holistic health coach. And I would never tell any of my clients to grind from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. It's just not in alignment with what I do, which is why I love when Kim Walsh said, I'm anti-hustle and grind, sister. I'm right there with you. But it's not to say I didn't do it in a past life, right? But if you wake up in the morning without an alarm clock and you're excited to get to work, you're excited to build, you're excited to provide opportunity, then chances are that what you're doing with your work is in alignment with your true passion and purpose. And if you're an entrepreneur that's like, oh my gosh, girl, I'm in the grind phase right now. I'm in the building phase right now. I'm exhausted. I have no time for my friends. I have no time for social, right? but I love what I'm doing, like I know that the mission is greater than the grind right now, then I'm gonna give you one piece of advice. I want you to get really, really, really good at, small, at setting really small, short-term, attainable and realistic goals that you know with the right effort you'll be able to accomplish in 30 days. One month, not two months, not a quarter, not semi-annual, not the end of the year, in one month. What is one small goal in your business that you could accomplish in 30 days? Maybe it's hiring an assistant. Maybe it's training someone up on your email marketing. Maybe it's just finding one new client, but just something that is super attainable that you know that you can accomplish at the end of the month. 
in 30 days. Why do I say that? In the building phase, it's important that you don't get discouraged or disappointed about, oh my gosh, well, I want to be here in five years and I'm not there yet, right? Because that gets really, really discouraging. That leads to anxiety. That leads to depression. That leads to feeling exhausted and burnout. But if you set these small goals that you know you can get done in 30 days and you start celebrating those small wins every 30 days with something as simple as, oh my gosh, I just hit my goal at 30 days. So guess what? On day 31, I'm not going to go into the office at 730. I'm going to celebrate that goal by maybe going in at 830, right? Celebrate your small wins. Make the hard work and the grind in the beginning phases of any entrepreneurial venture worth it because you know there's going to be at least 12 celebrations throughout the year. And if you're hitting your goals every 30 days, guess what? You're going to hit that midterm goal at the end of the quarter. You're going to hit that long-term goal at the end of the year. I promise you that. Too many of us focus way too far in the future at, oh my gosh, I want to be here in three years from now, here in 10 years from now, living this type of lifestyle in 20 years from now. This is my legacy that I want to leave for my kids when I'm gone, whenever that day may come. And we get so discouraged when time passes and we're not where we want to be yet because we were living too far in the future. That's what causes anxiety, my friends. Being too future thinking. We have to learn to be present in this present moment and to breathe and enjoy this present moment. Even if what you're doing today is not necessarily what you absolutely love. Go ahead and flash your mics if you guys are feeling me right now, if you're hearing me right now, if this is in alignment with what you've experienced as an entrepreneur. Yes, 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 yes. How many of the entrepreneurs that are here with us on stage right now, or maybe you're not an entrepreneur yet, you're thinking about becoming an entrepreneur, you're doing a job currently that you're like, I don't love my work. Like, you know, you wake up and you're like, "Mm, I'm not excited about going to work, but I have to because I got to pay my bills, right? So you've thought about starting your own venture but it's scary. And there's this fear of right now is not the right moment that's holding you back from jumping into the deep waters and making it happen. Flash your mics if that's you today. Or flash your mics if you're an entrepreneur that currently is grinding so hard that you're like, oh my gosh, I have no time for my friends. I have no time for my family. I have no time for the gym. I have no time for all the other things that I wanna do. Flash your mics if you're in that boat today. Be honest with yourselves. There's no shame in it. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. You guys, it's okay to be afraid. I love that I'm scrolling through the stage and I'm not seeing any mic flashes. That means we really have a breakfast table of strong-minded, (laughs) strong-hearted, and really good um, balanced individuals, which is awesome for me because you guys know I preach and coach and teach people all about holistic health, which is living your best lives in balance physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And if your work today is not leading you to holistic health and it's only providing you with financial stability, I want you to take a look at your situation and reevaluate. I want you to ask yourself, what is something that you can do today to improve the four buckets of your life 
whether it's you need to improve your physical life, you need to start a movement practice, or you need to improve the mental side of your life, you need to start working on your mindset, you need to start making time for whether it is journaling or reading books or just getting your mind in a better place, connecting with people that are doing what you want to do so you can have higher level conversations, or emotionally, you're not feeling at your best. You don't look in the mirror and say, oh my gosh, I'm completely happy, excited, proud of the woman or the man looking back at me. Then what are you going to do to emotionally uplift your energy? What are you going to do to help increase your inner vibration? Because at the end of the day, whether you believe it or not, we're all living in a world in the universe that's made up of energy, vibration, and frequency. And the question is, where are you at on that scale? Do you have positive energy or negative energy? Because what you, what you give off is going to be exactly what you get back. Are you vibrating on high frequency or on a low frequency? And if you're on a low frequency right now, you're feeling a little bit down. You're not getting the things done that you want to get done. Well, what are some things that you can do to increase your vibration, increase your frequency? Number one, it's those small wins. They're going to help you get a little bit more excited, a little bit more encouraged every single time. Number two, ask yourself who's in your circle, who's in your top five, who's on your starting lineup, who are the people that you're having conversations with on a daily, weekly, monthly basis that are, whether you believe it or not, whether you want it to be true or not, influencing you mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. Who are you rubbing elbows with? You guys, it's not a surprise that those of us that get up every single morning and we have these positive uplifting conversations, we're building true relationships on and off Clubhouse, we're meeting for our live events, we're sharing successes, sharing tips that we're becoming more successful. That's not by chance. People are like, oh my gosh, Nika, you're so lucky. You retired before 30. You made six figures at 24 years old. You made your first seven before, like, blah, blah, blah. You're so lucky. And I'm like, no, my friend, that's not true. Luck is when preparation meets opportunity. I spent the bigger part of my life getting prepared physically, mentally, emotionally, working on my spiritual life as well. And when the opportunities arose, like Kim said, I knew what to say yes to very quickly. I knew what was in alignment with my vision and my goals. So I was able to say no very quickly and not waste time, effort, and energy on the wrong adventures, business opportunities. And that's what's gotten me to where I am today at 34, where I'm running multiple businesses and able to speak at this breakfast table with you amazing human beings to share with you my story and to share with you the things that I did along the way to help me get here today. Because I want you to be prepared when you have the right opportunity, land on your lap or knock on your door to say yes with confidence and not operate from a place of fear of today's not the right time. I want to help you guys find more balance in your lives so that you can feel like you're operating as your best self. So that even if you're in the beginning phases of an entrepreneurial venture, it's still worth it. The grind is still worth it to you. And I promise you it's not gonna be a grind forever as you learn some key things like delegating what you don't want to do to people that love to do those things. That's something I had to learn the hard way because I was a do everything myself type of gal at 21 and 22 and 23 years old. And it wasn't until I turned 24 and I said, you know what? I hate cold calling. I hate hosting 
job listings on LinkedIn and ZipRecruiter and all the online websites for finding candidates. I hate doing all the interviews. First round, second round, third round. I just want to do the closing interviews. I just want you to give me the best candidates that have been fully vetted so I can sit there and look them face to face, eye to eye, and really figure out where they want to be at the end of the year, what they want to accomplish in the next five to 10 years, and make that decision of if I want them to join my team or not. That's what I love to do. I love the teaching and the training. I love the team building. I love working with the clients one-on-one -on -one to figure out what is the campaign they want to create and then have us take over and manage it from there. That's what I loved to do. And it wasn't until 24 when I was like, you know what? My, my girl Astrid, my girl Sandra, they're gonna start running the recruiting. They're gonna start running the interviewing. They're gonna start running all the posting to the job ads. And I'm just gonna be in the position of managing the team, training the team, working with the clients. That's when I went from making, literally you guys, $54,000 a year to seven figures. It happened quick. Correction, six figures. Literally 54,000 to 162,000 was the jump that I made in one year. And then I continued to make those same moves, delegate what I don't love to do to others, focus my time, effort, and energy on my power, which was teaching, training, team building, working with the clients, and scaling the business. And six figures went to six, seven figures quickly from there. But I did burn out shortly thereafter. In my mid-20s, I started to have a series of panic attacks. Why? Not because I wasn't loving what I was doing, but because I was burning the candle at two ends, waking up every single day at five, leaving the office at 10, 11 p.m. It caught up to me. Didn't matter how young I was. Didn't matter that I was working out every single day. I did not have balance in my life. I wasn't filling my own cup first. And if you're an entrepreneur and all you're doing is working out, it's not enough. You gotta fill your mind. You gotta make time for things that are gonna elevate your brain. Maybe it's reading books. Maybe it's having those high-level conversations. But you gotta also take care of your emotional state. You need to be able to check in with yourself. If it's not daily, at the very minimum weekly, and ask yourself, how am I feeling right now in this moment? How am I doing? Look in the mirror. Nisi, how are you doing? Where are you at, girl? Have a conversation with yourself. If I'm being totally honest with you guys, our society now more than ever, one of the major areas of opportunity, one of the greatest weaknesses that we have is that we lack self-awareness. Point, period, blank. Can I get an amen? Can I get a mic flash if you guys agree with that? Our society now more than ever lacks self-awareness because we're more focused on our businesses, we're more focused on our goals, we're more focused on doing, 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 hustling, 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 grinding, 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 that we don't take the time to get to know ourselves and what truly lights our souls on fire. Do you agree? On mic and say, hell yes. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Okay, at least I'm not alone in that. And I love that you guys realize that because without awareness, we can't solve the problem. I'm here to encourage every single person, all 322 of you that are with us at the breakfast table right now today, to spend more time on improving your self-awareness, on getting to know yourself, on connecting to yourself. Because when you do that, you'll start to realize what truly sets your soul on fire, where your true passions really lie. 
Now I'm going to ask you another question. If you're someone that knows they're doing a job that is not in alignment with your true passion and your greater calling, you do not love your work, right? But you're making good money. You're financially stable. You have great benefits, health insurance, 401k, all those things. But you know you don't love your work. You're waking up and dragging yourself through your morning routine. Maybe your morning routine is just coffee out the door, <laughs> right? Because you're not waking up excited. You didn't beat your alarm clock today. You snoozed on your alarm clock two, three, four times. And you're like, ugh, it's Monday morning. I got to go back to the office. But you're not leaving that gig because financially you're stable and set. And you're wondering, how the heck can I start to live a life like Niku and Kim and Elijah and Sarah and Alexander and Gina and Jennifer and Dr. Sean and Bobby, all these people that are on stage every morning that I listen to, that are doing the things that they want to do, living the lives that they want to live. How can I be like them? Well, I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you figure that part out. It comes from self-awareness. Now, here's a series of questions I'm going to ask you. If you have a pen and paper, start writing these down now. You don't have to answer them right now, but I want you to spend some time in reflection, whether it's five minutes journaling or two minutes in your car just thinking about these questions. These will help you find clarity in where your passions lie so that you can do the things that you love to do so that they will not feel like work down the road. First question, number one, what do you love to do or spend your time doing when you're not quote unquote working? What do you love to do or spend your time doing when you're not quote unquote working? So when I started my first venture, I did direct marketing and sales for Home Depot, Costco, Sam's Club, DirecTV, SolarCity, huge Fortune 100 companies. And I was making great money, I loved my team, but the hours were not in alignment with what I wanted to do. Like I knew I could not do this sustainably for the rest of my life. I can do it for 10 years, which is what I did, then I'm gonna sell my business and move on to the next thing. The things that I was doing while I was running that business that I loved to do when I was not working in the office was I loved to work out. Specifically, I loved to lift weights for 30 minutes because I liked the feeling of my muscles getting stronger. That gave me a lot of self-confidence. It made me feel like a badass. And I loved group fitness classes. I loved going into a yoga class and laying down my mat. I love that feeling of connection with all the other people in that yoga studio. I love that feeling of a meditative movement, stretching and breathing, sweating and feeling my best. And I'm sure a lot of you have similar things that you love. I know Sarah loves fitness as much as I do. I love Pilates, that connection to my core, the center of my body, that alignment of my mind, body, and soul. I loved bar classes, the little tiny pulses, right? Just 10 more, hold it for 10 seconds, one inch up, one inch down. I love that feeling, that burn. I've always loved working out since my dad got me in the gym at 13 years young. I've had an appreciation for the movement of the physical body and how it uplifts and elevates the emotional mental body as well. And if you're doing a practice like a yoga or a Pilates, you're definitely feeling that spiritual connection. 100%. I can say that from my own experience. So when the time came and I had an opportunity at 30 years old to sell my business, I quickly said yes, because I was already on stage like 25 of burnout. But then the question was, what was I going to do next? And it was an easy question to answer. What do I love to do? I love to work out. I love the feeling it brings to me, mind, body, and soul, and I wanted to share that passion with as many people as possible. 
And now, seven years later, I'm still doing it. I was lucky enough that there was an overlap there where, where my last few years of leading the sales and marketing company, I was able to start subbing in for group fitness classes at Equinox in Los Angeles, and that was a cool experience. I was lucky that I was in a position when I met my husband at 27, he was still playing in the major leagues. He allowed me the opportunity to start getting these new certifications and doing the things that I loved because when you're, when you're having a long distance relationship, guys, the only way to make it work is making the time to connect with each other. So between all the flying back and forth to Milwaukee and all the places that he was playing, I had the opportunity when he was in the ballpark at 12, 1 p.m., until the game started at 7 p.m., I had six, seven hours a day every day to work on my certifications, to work on growing my own self-knowledge, to work on getting to know myself. That was a pretty cool opportunity. I'm very grateful to him for allowing me to do that for three years before I said, you know what? I'm going to sell this company I'd spent nine and a half years building without fear, and I'm going to dive in deep to what my passion is, which is fitness. And I did the fitness thing for for a long time. I'm still doing it. However, I realized that there was even more that I wanted to accomplish. And I started to really take note on one important aspect. Here's my next question for you. What do you do where time just flies and next thing you know, it's 3 to 4 p.m. and you're like, oh my God, I'm hungry. I didn't even notice where the time went, what time it was, and I totally just missed lunch. How many of my entrepreneurs in the room know what that feeling is like when you're so deeply invested in your, in your job and your project and whatever it is that you're building, that time just flies by because you're loving what you're doing. Yes, I'm seeing mic flashes. Well, it's one of the things that I do, and I know Brian Benstock can totally uh, relate to this because we talk about this all the time, it's reading books. I love to read, I love to learn. I feel that even though people call me coach, fitness professional, industry expert, at the end of the day, I categorize myself as lifetime learner, lifelong student, right? Because I love to learn. I love reading books and magazines, articles and research papers. I love hopping into PubMed and reading the Harvard Review and learning about all things health and how to improve our health, how to improve our mindset, how to improve our emotional state. I love to learn about those things so I can share that with my friends and family. And a few years ago, uh, it was actually six years ago, one of my best friends came to me and said, Nikki, you're really good at this. Like when I talk to you, you make me feel better. You give me actionable goals that actually help me improve my situation. Why don't you become a health coach? And I started looking into health coaching and I was like, oh, okay, this is pretty cool, but I want to go deeper. So I started reading about holistic health, optimizing our health, creating balance in our lives, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And that's when I made the decision to become a certified holistic health coach. And as I dove down that journey, as I read more and had deeper conversations with other experts in the industry, I started to realize that I love gut health. And that so much of what's going on in our mind with our mental health is stemming from the quality of our gut health, our food specifically and the nutrition that we put into our body is affecting our mood. Then I started to really dive in on the gut health piece of it and nutrition and meal planning. And I started to work on that. So it's by going down these little journeys that it helped me find more and more the things that I love to do where now today at 34 years young, I can confidently tell you that my 
work does not feel like work because I love so much what I'm doing. I've seen the positive impact that it's made not only in my life, but my family's life, my friend's life, my client's life. It's the greatest place to be. If you're not sure yet what you love to do, ask yourself that question. What do you do where time just flies by? What do you love to do or spend your time doing and why? Ask yourself the why. What are you interested in learning? What type of books do you read? What type of shows do you watch? What type of movies are you drawn to? Get to know your interests. What fills your cup and energizes you? If you're an entrepreneur today, I'm going to ask you a very important question. And I want you to answer this honestly and sincerely to yourself. You don't have to say it out loud. Does the work that you're currently doing energize you or does it drain you? Think about that for a second. Does the work that you're doing energize you or drain you? Guys, you cannot let your work derail you in the rest of your life. Point period blank. I can tell you that from experience because even though if you're financially stable, you have all the great perks and you're making all the money, you're super quote unquote successful in your career, but your family life sucks, your mental health sucks, your wellness sucks, you're not making any time for yourselves, you do not have a physical movement practice, you don't have anything that's bringing joy in your life, you just have this job that's bringing you financial stability, then you need to take a look in the mirror and ask yourself why. Is it really worth it? If you don't have your health, you don't have anything. And I can tell you that from someone that was very, quote unquote, successful as an entrepreneur, but very unhealthy in my life. No 25, 26, 27 year old should be in the hospital multiple times a year suffering from panic attacks. That was my history. That was my story. But I was super successful in the marketing world. I had 47 offices nationwide. I had over 470 employees. I was kicking ass and taking names. I was speaking at quarterly conferences. I spoke in front of multiple thousands of people every single year. I was getting all the awards, super successful, but was it worth it if it was landing me in the hospital at least twice a year suffering from a major panic attack? Why? Because I just wasn't able to slow down. I didn't take any time to breathe and connect and learn more about myself. The answer is no, it wasn't worth it. I can tell you that with confidence. Your work should be holistically healthy. What would you be doing today for absolutely no money because of how good it makes you feel emotionally, spiritually, mentally, and how much it serves others? Ask yourself that question. What would you be doing today for absolutely no money, completely for free, because of how good it makes you feel emotionally, spiritually, mentally, with the opportunity to serve others. Because if you can figure out the, the answer to that question, that's the direction you need to be moving in if you truly want to be doing what you love so that what you're doing does not feel like work. I love this topic today. It is so in alignment with everything that I believe in and everything that I coach my clients on. It's finding your true passion. It's getting to know yourself. It's getting real with yourself. When you look in the mirror and you ask yourself, is what you're doing right now, your work, truly satisfying and gratifying to you? And if it's not, well, I encourage you 
to take the next step. And the next step might not be just walking into work today and saying, all right, here's my two week notice. No, don't do that. <laughs> take your time, set up a game plan. Maybe it's a year from now, two years from now, but start to put your plan in action. Start to read and learn more about what you love to do. Start to go out there and get certifications. Start to meet people that are doing what you want to be doing. Ask them, interview them, find out how their life is. And once you've done all of that, then you can start planning for your transition and your switch. All right, my friends, my name is Niki Loesch. I'm up here doing my crazy little backbend. Um, if you guys haven't followed me yet on Instagram, I started a brand new page a couple of months ago. Do me a favor, click on my face or my backbend, I should say. Go down to the bottom, join me on Instagram, give me a follow, send me a DM if you loved what we went over this morning. I'm looking so forward to connecting with you guys again here at the breakfast table. Um, and if you want more help with holistic health and gut health and all that, there's some amazing content that my team and I are posting every single day for you on Instagram. So stay connected there. I'll see you guys very, very soon here at the breakfast table on Breakfast with Champions. I am Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.